Flip to Freedom, episode number 29. Hello again, this is Sean Terry from the Flip to Freedom podcast, and we are on episode number 29. Now, if you're brand new listening for the very first time, I'd like to welcome you and let you know that I am here to help you escape the nine to five and live the lifestyle of your dreams by learning how you can make an absolute fortune flipping properties in your spare time even if you have no cash you have no credit you have no experience i don't care if you have a full-time job i don't care whatever the excuse may be you can flip properties in your spare time and you can make an absolute fortune doing it so in this episode i'm going to tell you why i am a little upset i got Two different things that rattled my cage this week, and I'm not happy. And I'm going to tell you exactly why and how we can learn from it. I'm also going to share a story with you um, uh, at the end about uh, a guy named Joe um, that I know, and it's uh, it's quite a quite a touching story. So, uh, if you'd like to learn more about Flip to Freedom, who I am, and also receive my free 129 page. A comprehensive blueprint on exactly how to quit your job in 19 weeks or less. Um, you can visit flip the number two freedom.com. Um, you can visit the site there. You'll see a video of me on the front page. There'll be a place where you can enter your email, and then I will email you a link of where you can download this report for free. And I can let you know that um, I have got a ton of reviews off this book that I wrote. I literally hold nothing back. I explain exactly how to quit your job in 19 weeks or less, a detailed blueprint for flipping properties with no cash, no credit, and no experience. I would also like to thank several different people um, who have wrote reviews in iTunes. So they actually went into the iTunes uh, store, found the podcast, and wrote reviews. And here's here's what a couple said. Um, first one is Mike Money McQueen. Love the handle. Awesome. <laughs> he says, awesome. He said, first thing first, I'd like to thank Sean for taking the time to do these podcasts. You can't get this exclusive need-to-know information that he gives out for free anywhere else. Thanks again, Sean. I look forward to being on one of your podcasts talking about my success that you have helped me achieve well thank you for writing that review mike the money appreciate it next one is uh from joe clements from new york and he writes outstanding wow this is unbelievable job sean the value of the information you unselfishly share in this series is amazing there's absolutely no one in this industry giving away such detailed step-by-step course for free Thanks for paying it forward. Now, he is actually talking about a series that I recently did, um, episodes number 20 through through uh, 26, where I basically go through in detail on exactly step-by-step, and I literally leave nothing out. <laughs> so uh, go to listen to that, episodes number 20 through through 26. The next one is from Corey Smith. Um, he says, amazing, five stars. He says, Sean is the real deal. There is no one in the industry that teaches with this simplicity, the way he does he is straightforward and honest in every teaching and you can hear the passion that he has to help 
others in each and every episode. Thanks, Sean. You are a blessing. Well, maybe after uh, this episode, they won't be writing reviews because, like I said, I'm not too happy. And I'm going to tell you why and how we can learn from it. Well, first things first, I want to tell you, um, uh, several months ago, I got a, uh, actually a, a gentleman Facebooked, uh, sent me a message on Facebook and and uh, I get messages coming from everywhere, from text and email and Facebook and all over the place. So anyways, I try to respond to everybody as best I possibly could. But the story is this. I'm not going to name any names or say anything, but um, of course. But um, he basically said that, listen, he's uh, in foreclosure. He's losing his house. He's uh, lost his job. He's, you know, in real estate and, um, you know, and uh, he wants to be a real estate investor. And do I have any information for him that could help him uh, get out of his situation. So I said, okay. I said, fine. So I, I, I got right back to him. I said, listen, download my book. I actually called him. I think I called, yeah, I called him and talked to him for a little bit. And I said, listen, um, read my book. It goes through in details exactly step-by-step step what you need to do. And I, I, I pointed him to two or three different podcasts that I, uh, I recorded that he could listen to um, and get some great content and great information that he could apply. And I said, listen, once you do that, once you read the book, once you go through all this information, I said, give me a call back and uh, and then I can you know possibly help you walk you through the, through the steps. Well, time and time and time and time passed. Um, several months passed and uh, no call, no nothing had no idea so I said okay well he must have figured it out and he's, he's done well so um, I uh, and I started um, you know I'm pretty active in Twitter and you know in, in Facebook and stuff like that well I actually follow this gentleman on Twitter so I get to see a lot of different you know tweets and stuff and I happen to notice that he would retweet everybody's all the gurus, every real estate guru, you know, you name him, he's uh, he's following him, he's retweeting all of their stuff, um, which is fine, but that takes time, you know, to get on there and go through and read all the stuff and retweet it and stuff like that. So, uh, so he's retweeting all this stuff. Well, recently, yesterday, he emailed me and said, "Hey." I'm thinking about getting FreedomSoft. Now, I'm sure you've heard all the hype about FreedomSoft. FreedomSoft is a great product. I use it daily, um, and I really like it. But he emailed me and said, hey, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm still still haven't found a job. Now, we're talking months later. Um, I, uh, I have limited, I have hardly any, anything, any money. Um, I haven't flipped a deal yet flip the house yet and uh should i get freedom soft i scrape the money together and get freedom soft now um why did that make me mad because and and, and not really mad at him mad at the, i guess the, the idea in general because because this is the thing well first off no shouldn't get freedom soft heck no don't even get freedom soft because guess what you can have freedom soft but if you don't do anything with it you're not going to get any results out of it freedom soft is a tool to use to go out and get success and get results like i said i have freedom soft but i i apply effort and i work and i you know i send the letters i i turn around and set the pay-per-click campaigns up up you know to market for motivated sellers i have that to so drive leads if you don't have leads coming through freedom soft then freedom soft is literally worthless <laughs> if you don't do the marketing campaigns through freedom soft then freedom soft is worthless so he's you know uh has, doesn't have a job um you know uh, losing his house foreclosure he's got you know kids and stuff like that and he's worried if he should get freedom soft because they might miss out on an opportunity you kidding me well my response back to him was this. 
is there is no secret sauce. That's the bottom line. There is no secret sauce. This in if this if there is there is no magic formula, magic training program, magic this, magic that, nothing. Okay, that's it. Knowledge is great. I believe in knowledge 100%. I believe in getting as much information as possible. But I give away enough information for free, way more than I ever had when I first got started. And now is the best time to get involved in real estate. Well, anyways, so there is no secret sauce. So you know what I told them? I said, go to work. Go to work. Get off your butt. Stop worrying about this. Stop retweeting. Stop doing, you know, you know, worrying about freedom stuff. You don't have time to do that. Get off your butt and go to work. That's the bottom line. It takes action. Action is the massive action is the number one thing. You shouldn't be worrying about that. You know, you know all these, you know, retweeting all this stuff. You should be going out and they're busting it. There's two things you should be doing. Marketing for motivated sellers and marketing for cash buyers. If you market for motivated sellers, you'll find deals. And you find deals, you can sell them to cash buyers. And you can sell. And if you sell them to cash buyers, you can make money. And that is the number one focus in this business, especially in that situation. Now, if he had a job and he's working part time and he's, you know, I get it, I understand. But in a situation where they need cash immediately, well, for, you know, I, I think the advice I gave him way back when I said, listen, go get a job. I don't care if it's at the grocery store to get income coming in to take off the pressure. Then turn around and start doing real estate on the side until you can accumulate enough cash to be able to feel safe and confident in your business that you can turn around and quit. But in the email I sent him yesterday, I mean, I, I was fired up because, you know, guess what? Listen, guys, this is the deal. This is not a get-rich-quick scheme. This is not like, oh my gosh, I'm going to make tons of money overnight. It's not going to happen. This takes time. It takes energy you uh, to set up your system. But you can make a lot of money and you can make a lot of money quick. I mean, like uh, one of the students I'm working here in Phoenix put out bandit signs. He made $7,800 in his first three weeks. Well, guess what? He put out hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of bandit signs all over the place. He got calls coming in. He took the calls. He went on appointments and uh, he negotiated contracts and he got the deal and uh, we turned around and sold it. But it took effort. It took effort to go out and put the bandit signs out. It takes effort to write the letters. It takes effort to send the letters, uh, yellow letters for the marketing. So why I'm perturbed about this is because there's so many people out there that bounce around from opportunity to opportunity to opportunity, but they don't put the time, energy, and effort and focus to go out and get the results. I'll give you another example. Later it happened this week. There is a gentleman that I met <clears throat> actually before I, I think I, you know, before I launched the Flip to Freedom Academy, um, we happened to hear a podcast and he was getting started and he got excited about it and all excited. And she's like, I'm going to be your top guy, man. I'm going to make you proud. I'm going to get tons of deals. You know, man, this is going to be incredible. So great. Single dad, two kids, um, very nice guy. And uh, so I worked with him, you know, tried the best I can do to try to help people out. Well, in turn, he uh, he got going and, and uh, got started. He put some marketing, put some bandit signs out. Then he put some letters out. And then he put a couple more bandit signs out. You know, and uh, and then I found that he was targeting other members of the Flip to Freedom Academy and trying to get them to join an online marketing program to to do, do like an online store. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. 
takes focus. So all of a sudden, gets excited, you know, for a month or two months, does a little bit of effort, doesn't get these, you know, great results that, you know, because of little effort, little results, and then turns around and goes, oh, here's another opportunity. Well, maybe I'll do this. And then turns around and then starts trying to push everybody else in that opportunity. Man, I was, I mean, I was, my eyes were boiling red. I was fuming mad. Why? Not only, because he can choose to do what he wants to do. That's not the problem. That's not the problem at all. If he wants to focus on real estate, focus on real estate, put everything you got into it, give it 18 months, crank it out, put forth the effort, and you will get results. I guarantee it. But what I was upset about is that now, since his lack of focus, he in turn now is trying to influence other people, right, to turn around and, you know, pretty much, you know, change their focus to other opportunities, and uh, which is one of the biggest reasons why people fail. It's called lack of focus. So you got two different things, and what can we learn from this? The first thing we can learn is this. The first person is, you know, listen, it takes massive action in whatever you do. And it's going to take massive action in, um, you know, in, in doing things to get results, marketing for motivated sellers and also marketing for cash buyers. Those are what you can do, and you'll get calls coming in, and you can't help but get deals. I'm telling you, you cannot mess up a smoking deal because, a mo I mean, I've had motivated sellers literally just say, listen, come to my house, sign the contract, you know, I'll do it for whatever price you want and uh, I make the deal work. If you take enough calls, you'll get enough results and you'll get those results and then you can uh, get those motivated sellers and you'll find the properties and if, if, this, if it's a good deal, the deal will sell. I'll tell you that right now. So number one, the number one thing is massive action. Got to take massive action. And number two thing is lack of focus. So what can we learn from that? Now, I happened to talk to him, and, and he obviously apologized immensely and said he's sorry, you know, for trying to influence other, you know, Academy members to try to get in this other deal, you know, and uh, I get it. I appreciate that. And also, I'm a forgiving person. But the bottom line is this, is that what we can learn from it is it's lack of focus must focus on getting results and focus for something, not for 30 days, not for two weeks. And the thing is this, you don't go put out 25 bandit signs and go, oh my God, this doesn't work. You don't go put out 25 letters or 100 letters or whatever and, and you, oh my gosh, you don't miraculously make $10,000 in your first month and, and then quit. It doesn't happen that way. When I first got my first deal, Everyone told me I was nuts. Everyone told me there's no way I can find real estate for that cheap. Everyone told me it's never going to work. Everyone told me it's, I, I, you, you can't make it happen. Everyone I talked to, they said there's no way you can find properties at that cheap and flip them to cash buyers. And you have to have, you know, you can't do it without credit or cash. You can't do it. See, for me, I get mad. Tell me I can't do it. I'm going to do it 10 times over. That's just my personality. I used to be a Marine and maybe that's the way it is. But, but you know, I get, I get bent out of shape. And see, that fire and that just getting bent sometimes is enables you to push through obstacles and get through it. And so, you know what I did? I went out and, and, uh, and uh, I, you know, I got, you know, I bought this course. 
you know, told everybody about the course. They all said it was nuts. And they basically told me to go knock on doors, knock on pre-foreclosure doors. And then if you knock on enough pre-foreclosure doors, you're going to find someone who wants to sell their house and uh, then you can get it under contract. So you know what I did? I went out and knocked on pre-foreclosure doors. I knocked and I knocked and I knocked until I was blue in the face. The first door I knocked on, I mean, I literally was freaking out. I couldn't talk. I was, I was, you know, pacing. I was, you know, driving up and down the street trying to do everything to avoid it. But you know what I knew? It was that massive action gets results. Massive action gets results. So... I walked up to the front door, I knocked on the door, I tripped over my tongue, this big old massive guy with a wife beater t-shirt, bald, came to the door all sweaty, it's 110 degrees out in Phoenix, and I'm sitting there out front saying, <laughs> trying to spit out, you know, hey, my, <laughs> my name's Sean, I wonder if you'd like to sell your house before it goes to auction. That's what I was trying to say and it didn't come out just like that. But you know, did I quit? Did I knock on 10 doors and then quit? No. I was fired up. I was going to make it work no matter what. I didn't care what anybody said. I was going to find a way to make it happen. And I knocked on more doors and I talked to more people and I screwed up. You know how many doors I knocked on when people said it? No. Told me to get lost when a dog came in and chased after me, when people pulled guns on me. And I'm, I'm in, in my program, and if you read my book, I don't tell you to knock on doors. It's absolutely nuts. I would never tell you to do that. It's a lot easier to write, you know, have letters sent, handwritten uh, yellow letters uh, sent for you, and uh, then actually knock on doors. But the bottom line is this, is that that was the path that I was pretty much taught to go down. And uh, I followed that path, and I made $11,008 in my first three weeks. And I pretty much, that was my check to pretty much shove in everybody's face. All the naysayers that told me I was crazy, I had my check. And I said, hey, look what I got, I got a check. And literally that shut everybody up. And I heard someone now, when, when someone say, the, uh, it's called a shut up check, <laughs> you know, because, and there's nothing like it. There's nothing like getting that check and just saying, hey, look it, I did it. You don't, you don't think I can do it? I'm, guess what, I'm going to do it again. It's having the backbone. It's having the guts. It's having the getting pissed off, getting mad that you want to go out and get results. And that's the thing. And see, we have one of the greatest opportunities right now in this lifetime. I can tell you that one of the greatest opportunities, real estate, there is no better time to negotiate with motivated sellers than right now because think about it. The market is depressed. Market is depressed. Cash buyers know that and know it's an opportunity to buy. Smart money is going after real estate right now. And what happens is in, in uh, when you're dealing with uh, motivated sellers, it's a lot easier to, to, to negotiate with motivated sellers now when the market's so bad than it is going to be when the market comes back in a roaring speed in the next three to five years, whatever it is. Hopefully not anytime soon. <laughs> So now is the time to get involved in real estate. And I want to tell you this, because, you know, opportunities are never lost. They just go to somebody else. Your opportunity to get involved in this business is right now. And I told the story in the, um, you know, when I first got started and the decision that I made to get started. And what it was this 
is that it was a Saturday afternoon and I had a pool and landscape company uh, that I started before I got in, in, in real estate. And I actually hated it because I hated dealing with stupid plants um, that I had to replace and, and uh, trees that died. And, you know, and actually I, I put together a, a I had a, a landscape company and a pool company and I found two, I found a great pool guy that built pools and a great landscape guy that did landscape. And I pretty much said, I'm going to do all the marketing, all the sales. I'm going to do all the design. I'm going to sell the jobs. I'm going to market up and uh, for a premium. So that's what I did <clears throat> and actually did really well. Um, Cause I was, uh, I, uh, you know, there's new construction going on and, and, uh, you know, and I hustled, man, I'm, I'm a hustler. So I, uh, I went out there and, and, uh, I, I pitched my program and I did designs and I did bids and I closed deals and I had, I, uh, got deals, but, but it was difficult because, you know, first off I had to replace plants in 110 degree heat and I'm the one that actually did it. And my wife actually said, Hey, you should, uh, you should get back involved in real estate. Now I was involved in real estate in 1992 and I actually bought an eight unit apartment complex, but then it kind of got out of that and I got into uh, another business that I did where I actually traveled all across the country and, and trained and uh, did sales training for, you know, thousands of people on a weekend, which I, I loved doing. It was great. Um, but what happened was, is um, my wife said, Hey, you should get back involved in real estate. So I was, I was on a Saturday afternoon, I was going to a pool and landscaping appointment and um, and on the way to this appointment is a Saturday afternoon. It was uh, right about this time right now, so there was uh, college football was on, and and uh, and I was flipping through the stations, the radio station. I heard, you know, looking for uh, college game day, and uh, and I heard this guy talking about how you could buy properties, you could flip properties uh, with no cash, no credit, and no experience, and you could make ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars, five thousand dollars without having a dime invested. I thought the guy was crazy. I think I thought it was nuts. I was like, there's no way you could do that. That is ridiculous. How the heck could you get involved in real estate? Because all I knew was uh, no money down real estate where you actually bought the property, you hung on to it, and then you use it as a rental. That's what I learned from Robert Allen when I bought the book no, Nothing Down uh, Real Estate. Um, so I didn't know you could actually flip properties, but based on this guy's course taught me how to flip properties. So I was driving down, flipping through the channels. This guy was talking about it. And I was like, this guy's nuts because I'm skeptical by nature. And I turned the radio channel back to the sports station. I said, forget it. And I started listening to sports. I was driving down the street, continue going. Something in my gut, I don't know what it was, but something in my gut made me turn the channel back and continue listening to this gentleman tell how I could flip properties with no cash, no credit, and no experience. And I ended up buying his course and I devoured it over a weekend. And I went out and he taught to knock on pre-foreclosure doors like I talked about. And I went and did that. Like I said, everyone told me I was crazy. But that was a decision point for me. Do you realize that? That point where I turned the channel back, that was a tipping point. And I can tell you right now, from that point till today, I've bought and sold over $120 million worth of property. I've made millions of dollars uh, investing in real estate. And I continue every single day. I'm doing deals on a daily basis every single day in this market right now, flipping properties in Phoenix, Arizona. And it's a blast.
But I put it all back on that point right there as my tipping point for success. If I did not turn that channel back right there and continue listening to what that gentleman had to say, I would not be here today. I can tell you that for a fact. Now, I might have been doing some other opportunity, but I wouldn't be doing this. I wouldn't be doing real estate. I wouldn't have a podcast. I mean, things happen for a reason. But that, for me, was a major tipping point in my life, turning point. So this might be a turning point for you, listening to this podcast and getting involved and getting started. But it's going to take energy. It's going to take effort. It's going to take time. It's going to take focus. But you will get results. You will get results if you put forth the effort. Now, I want to tell you a story uh, real quick about a gentleman by the name of Joe. Now, as you know, I was in the Marine Corps for four years, <clears throat> and I actually was in uh, the Gulf War in 1992, um, and I was uh, 18 years old at the time, and I happened to be uh, over in Saudi Arabia on, uh, on tour. Uh, we actually sailed over there on the USS uh, Tripoli at the time, um, huge helicarrier that we sailed from uh, San Diego uh, out to Hawaii, Hawaii out to... Uh, to Oman, actually, and we did a, a training op out there, um, but then actually went into Kuwait um, and did that whole thing, and it was a, uh, it was not a fun time. It was uh, definitely scary because you know we never knew what what the situation was. I remember uh, in the in the middle of the night, you know, they the huge sirens would barrel off, and we had to put our mop gear on, which is our uh, our um, our gear to protect us from any type of like ancient orange or gas gear or anything uh, to and gas mask and all this stuff on to protect us from uh, from chemical warfare. So that was happening, and you know, and I was in a different country. I was 18, 19, 20 years old, whatever it was at the time. In 1992, I was 22, and uh, I met this gentleman. His name was Joe. <clears throat> while I was over there, and Joe was how can I explain Joe? He's Joe is from Iowa, right? And Joe is your classic, perfect like like the all-American boy, you know, I mean, he had bright blue eyes, you know, he was tall, about probably about six, you know, six feet, six one, had a short blonde hair, obviously he was in the, in the military, the nicest guy in the world, I mean, the guy was just, I mean, you know, sweet as pie, nicest guy in the world, and he would, would be telling me stories about his girlfriend um, that he met, and uh, when he was in Hawaii, and he was actually stationed in Hawaii, and then uh, got stationed out to Saudi Arabia, and uh, to Kuwait, so he uh, it was telling me about his girlfriend, and showed me his picture of how you know, beautiful she was, and how excited, you know, that they're in love, and he wants to get married, and you know, he's a young kid, I mean, he was a farm boy from, uh, from Iowa, um, and I'm, I, what's more I can explain about, about, about Joe is that he's, you know, he's, uh, he's just a real genuine, honest, good, good to go guy. I, I, not a person you'd look at as a Marine, you know, but a guy, a guy that just uh, would go out of his way to try to help people out. Well, we actually went into Kuwait. And uh, we, um, you know, before we, you know, and the Kuwait got, you know, pretty devastated there. Um, but we had like Cobra helicopters. And we had all of our gear and everything. And we were, were barreling into Kuwait. And we stopped uh, one night in a hangar 
a huge military hangar, big, big, uh, big air, you know, air hangar. And uh, we actually slept inside the hangar. And I remember being like, you know, human poop all over the, all, all over the ground. Uh, there was rats running around. It was pretty disgusting. But we had to sleep there. But we were also on watch all night to make sure that, uh, you know, no one, no one would uh, sneak up and attack us. But the morning we woke up and we had these meals, and they're called uh, meals ready to eat. And we were all sitting down, crouched around, and the guy had a little Bunsen burner, and we haven't had a hot meal or a shower in about a month. Um, and we were all sitting around this Bunsen burner, and uh, we were, tr- you know, heating up this meals ready to eat, this this food in a package, uh, to try to get a hot meal because we haven't had a hot meal in forever, right? So. Joe, you know, comes up and he's sitting down and, uh, and, you know, and then he goes out and he walks out into the desert to go to the bathroom, right? Because we didn't have any toilets there. So he basically had to grab toilet paper and (laughs) go out in the desert. As he was walking out to the desert and he goes around and walks down, he goes over a hill and we hear a boom. It was like nothing. I mean, I dropped to the ground and my face was in the dirt in a matter of seconds. Dust was everywhere. Smoke was everywhere. And I was in my face, shaking. And I looked up. There's just all this desert and dust and everything in the air. And I realized that Joe, our friend Joe, stepped on a landmine, and was blown to smithereens. Joe was dead. I was in shock. Couldn't believe it. But that happens. And I tell you right now, and I want to tell you this story because of this, is because Joe died as a U.S. Marine defending our country to give us freedom to do what we want to do. He died for your opportunity. He died for my opportunity. He died for our opportunity to take advantage and not live a mediocre life, to live a great life, an exceptional life to have more things and do more things and be more things than we've ever dreamed possible. But Joe laid down his life, as tragic as that was, so you and I could take advantage of opportunities and live the American dream. And we are in America. The greatest country, I know it's all crazy now with the political stuff going on, but the bottom line is this, is that America is the best place. You were born here, and now you can take advantage of the incredible time we have right now to get out of this. But you know what? Joe will never experience the joy of his seven-year-old daughter running up to him and giving him a hug when he walks in the door. He'll never experience that.
wanted to share that story with you because of this. Because I want you to do it for Joe. Do it because he laid down his life for an opportunity for you and I to take advantage of. And I'm sorry I'm getting so uh, tongue-tied in this episode, but I just wanted to share that with you because I believe in you. I believe you have what it takes to get success. I didn't email and talk to these two gentlemen that kind of made me upset today or the other day. I didn't take the time to email those guys back unless I didn't think they had potential. We all have potential. It's what we do with that potential. They just need a little tough love and a little guidance and focus so they could get out, go out, and hopefully it will change their lives for the better. Now is the time to seize the day. Get involved in something. Stand for something. And if real estate's your gig, well, then you found the right spot. Because with the previous episodes, I pretty much lay out everything on the line in the book at flip2freedom.com. And you can listen to it. So I want to end it with this. We've got one life to live. That's it. One life. Between when you were born and when we're going to die, there's the dash in the middle. And that dash is the most important thing. Let's make a decision right now, right today, to decide not to be mediocre. Let's make a decision to be exceptional. And we're going to put forth the effort. We're going to put forth the energy. We're going to have a backbone. We're not going to quit when the going gets tough. We're going to focus and we're going to get results. And we're going to be able to quit our job and live the lifestyle we've always dreamed of. And then we, in turn, are going to pass it, pay it forward. And we are going to help other people in the exact same situation. That's what we're going to do. So I want to thank you for your time and I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. I greatly, greatly appreciate you, your audience. I appreciate the people that uh, have subscribed to uh, to iTunes and listened. I greatly appreciate the people in the Flip to Freedom Academy. We have a lot to be thankful for in this Thanksgiving coming up. And that's what it's all about. So until next week, take care and God bless. Music.